0: Welcome to American Dissident Voices. I'm Kevin Alfred Strom. On today's program, I'm presenting the interview I did on the Patrick Dino Ryan show a few days ago. It was Mr. Ryan's second anniversary program since he broke away from his job hosting programs on the controlled media. Patrick has been a regular talk show host, sports commentator, and guest on SiriusXM XM Radio, Fox News, Fox Sports, Sean Hannity, Bill Hemmer, Imus in the Morning, and other major outlets. But becoming concerned about the anti-white and anti-free speech attitudes prevalent in his field, he quit the mainstream media set up a new studio facility in Wyoming, and now broadcasts independently. I was grateful when he asked me to come on this special show, and I hope we can do it again. Here's our interview. Listen.
1: Uh, entered into uh, the second hour of the show here this evening, the Patrick Ryan Show with me, Dino, north to south, east to west all the points in between across North America, around the world on PatrickRyanShow.com my thanks to uh, Gary D. Barnett and uh, Brandon Smith, Gary uh, Barnett of course from his uh, terrific website, GaryDBarnett.com Brandon Smith from AltMarket.us David Duke set to join us later this hour And uh, a whole bunch of cast of characters uh, are coming on the show here tonight. One guy who I've been wanting to get on this show for a long, long time, and occasionally you'll see us post uh, uh, columns, uh, stories off of his own website, onto my website is uh, Kevin Strom. I'll tell you this. Before you, if you've not been there before and you you go to this website, be prepared for, well, stories that (laughs) they don't necessarily beat around the bush. Uh, they're very strong in opinion, uh, and conviction. And we dig that on this show, don't we? Yeah. So, uh, I figured, you know what, why not tonight? Get Kevin on for a few minutes, so uh, we'll have a little back and forth, and maybe we'll schedule him for a it's Hopefully he can give us an hour at, uh, at some point. Uh, he's a very busy guy, but we're fortunate to have him here on the show tonight. And so, without any further ado, let's kick off hour number two of our anniversary show with the aforementioned... Mr. Kevin Strom from occidentalobserver.net. Kevin, how are you tonight?
0: I am well. Uh, uh, let me correct the URL though. That's the other Kevin that runs the excellent occidentalobserver.net website. I uh, run nationalvanguard.org.
1: Right. That's Oh my goodness. How could I mess that up? National Vanguard, that's right. Say it again.
0: It's a national Vanguard, all one word.org. But I, we occasionally reprint stuff from Kevin McDonald's website, OccidentalObserver.net. That also is an excellent website. Uh, indeed, indeed.
1: I, and I, I sincerely apologize for mixing you up with ah no the problem. Other. Well, listen, man, in advance, let me just tell you how much I appreciate a few minutes uh, on our second anniversary show here. How long is how long has your website been up?
0: The magazine has been in existence since nineteen seventy, and it became an online magazine in twenty oh three. It's the magazine of the leading organization for white people in this country, the National Alliance, which also has an organizational website, natall.com, N-A-T-A-L-L.com.
1: And do you find it uh, challenging to sustain a website that is relevant to those kinds of folks who are looking for the kind of content that you guys produce?
0: Uh, Well, it is a lot of work. Uh, My wife is involved. Uh, I'm involved. We have a few volunteer editors. It's a small team, but a very dedicated team. Uh, I don't find it difficult, though, because uh, uh, like a few other people I've met, I mean, I'm just passionate about telling the truths that the media liars uh, won't tell the people. So uh, every day when I get up, it doesn't matter how tired I am. Or uh, how hard uh, editing a particular article is, or doing some research, I, I passionately want to do it.
1: Let's see here. Uh, National Vanguard uh, just looking online here, uh, here we go. Respond to this is an American white nationalist neo-Nazi organization based in Virginia, founded in 2005 by Kevin Alfred Strom. Uh, and oh I'm jealous. Because you're on the Southern Poverty Law Center's hit list, I haven't reached that status yet.
0: Yeah, well, I'm sure you will with all your talent and your uh, your propensity to tell the truth that they don't want you to hear. I'm sure you'll get on the list. Uh, that's from Wikipedia, I think. Yeah, and, oh, of course. And uh, it's completely confused. Uh, uh, the magazine is, uh, you know, 50 years old or more, and the uh, website is from 2003 is when it began. And it's not an independent organization. It's a, it's an online magazine, which uh, is affiliated with the National Alliance, which is a membership organization. Basically, it's a, it's a community of European Americans who are trying to uh, uh, start a, a basically a new community to, uh, with people who share our values, who care about the, the fate of white people in this country.
1: One of your more recent uh, columns I think it was out last week was that the, 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 the establishment media, of course, which is, which is a dying uh, on-the-vine uh, media uh, cartel that's out there, run by phenomenally Jewish interests, for Jewish interests. Um, you wrote a story of uh, how you know, the, the media continues to lie about your website um, and other independent websites that are out there that are trying to express and, and, and uh, talk about truth and liberty, and double standards, and hypocrisies, and so on and so forth.
0: Yes, well, that was an article that uh, we published, uh, written by the chairman of the National Alliance, Will Williams, and uh, he and our organization had just been uh, viciously attacked by a uh, NBC-TV affiliate. And sort of like the Wikipedia article, the, the attack was... Not only full of lies, but it was also totally incompetent. It had all kinds of errors in it, and uh, so he decided that the best thing to do, rather than uh, you know just uh, try to write a letter to the editor or something, he would just. We have our own media now, and NationalVanguard.org uh, gets uh, millions of hits uh, every month. So he just took their report and uh, and uh, point by point refuted all the inaccuracies in it and he did a great job
1: yeah there's so much propaganda and misinformation and outright egregious lying out there kevin about so many of us who are speaking truth to power um i'm interested since this is the first discussion we really had in getting your opinion on this um the emergence of that third rail of media, which I guess we kind of represent, I don't know if you'd agree with, with, with my description of that, um, but independent media and it becoming uh, more a part of people's lives, uh, more paramount, uh, sh- issuing the establishment media for online media uh, platforms such as yours and, and so many others, um, how much of a threat? do you think we pose to the establishment media cartel that's out there? And I would imagine you'd say a, a big threat because they're working diligently to expunge us at, at, at every opportunity.
0: Yes, that's that's the proof. The, the proof is in the pudding, as the cliche goes. They're trying to shut us up, so what we're saying has the potential to change things. And uh, so, yes, uh, that they, they very much understand that uh, their crimes... And their lies may be exposed. And just like the uh, criminals in Washington who were cowering behind their desks on January 6th, they're desperately afraid of being exposed for what they are and being held to account. And the independent media, which includes your show and includes National Vanguard, uh, are able to do that. I mean, there's quite a few people who had careers in the establishment. You're one of them. Uh, who had, I had a career, I wasn't a, a broadcaster directly, but I was a broadcast engineer. And one day I said to myself, you know, here I am. I am making sure that the technical facilities for telling all of these goddamn lies is, is perfectly operating. Uh, I'm maintaining technical facilities so that Michael Jackson uh, uh, crooning to 14-year-old white girls can go out with 50,000 watts and high-fidelity stereo. Is this really a good use for my life? And I said, no, it wasn't. So I quit, and uh, I've uh, tried my best to help the National Alliance get its message out since 1982. So that's a pretty big chunk of my life. And uh, other people are having similar awakenings, and the Internet was a tremendous gift from those uh, government research scientists who invented it. And it's a, it's a way that, you know, ordinary people, truth tellers, independent researchers, real journalists can uh, bypass the gatekeepers because the gatekeepers are uh, filthy criminals and liars. And uh, so we have to bypass them or I guess just roll over and die, which is pretty much what they want our people and our country to do. I refuse to Inter- do it.
1: Yeah, interesting background you have as, a, as an engineer. Yeah. Um, well, I tell you what, engineers are the, are the lifeblood of of every radio station that's out there and I've met uh, my fair share of them throughout my broadcast career. I didn't know that about you, but hopefully we can get into some of that in a in a future conversation, but sure. uh, with lim- with the limited time we've got uh, left with you here, I, I I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you if you knew the the great French actor Juicy Smollett. Do you know do you know who that is?
0: <laughs> I didn't know he was French. You know he doesn't look French, but okay, yeah, I've heard of him.
1: Well, Juicy Today <laughs> was uh, was convicted. He, he, he guilty, and I'd be remiss if I didn't get your thoughts on that.
0: Well, every now and then, a corrupt justice system uh, comes up with uh, justice. It's amazing. We've seen two such instances in the last month or so, uh, and I think that's a good thing. It indicates uh, that uh, there are some honorable men on juries, and perhaps at other levels in the in the court system. I always told my kids. Uh, the courthouse is the palace of lies because always one side is lying. Sometimes both sides are lying. But in this case, it sounds like justice was done. Uh, the, we can't forget though that justice is not always done. In Charlottesville, we've seen two travesties of justice, and oh, yeah. I'm sure more travesties are to come.
1: Oh, absolutely. I, you know, Kevin, I, I, um, I I've never. Uh, I came up through the world of sports radio, believe it or not and um but i I put my own stamp on 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 that it was it was not your sports radio ish sounding show it was a show that went layers deep and 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 of course, in the world of sports it's 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 connected uh and intertwined uh, so often with uh you know politics and social concerns and racial dimensions and so on and so forth, so it gave me an opportunity to kind of branch out and and talk about other things as they were uh, related to the world of sports, but I've eschewed I've that, and I've, I've gone uh, completely political, social, and racial here. I have unfortunately never been more racially aware of things in my life as I have over the last couple of years. I tried to tell people 10, 12 years ago that there was an undercurrent of uh, anti-white uh, feeling of moving through this country, and, and, and a lot of people doubted me, Um, But not even I thought that we would reach levels of, as I say on this show all the time, Kevin, I think that that I know that we have unprecedented levels of anti-white rhetoric, anti-white propaganda, anti-white smearing, compounded with what I call Negro worship at the same time that is, again, unprecedented. I never, ever thought that this country would be as racially polarized and as racially divided as it has become perhaps we are on the doorstep of what i'll call irreconcilable differences racially speaking i don't know what the resulting fallout from that will be in the years and months to come but speak on that if you will uh, did, did you you sound a little bit older than me did you think that we would arrive at this moment in time where things would be as bizarre? because the thing that i see all the time kevin is this white privilege bullshit and this feeling of that we got a white people person problem in this country is the biggest tale, the biggest myth that's ever been told. Uh, On the contrary, what we have in this country is what, what I like to refer to all the time as an epidemic of black criminality that is never reported on for reasons that I think you and I would agree with. But I never thought that things would get out of hand to the extent that they are right now.
0: Well, when I saw the white establishment, and this country basically was established by white people, for white people, and even, I'm, I was born in 1956, so I'm 65 years old. And uh, so I've seen the change. I mean, in my lifetime, it's gone from basically a white establishment to an anti-white establishment. But when I saw that establishment basically giving up everything that's needed to survive as a people in the name of fairness or because of pressure from Jewish lobbies or just wanting to get along and keep the dividend checks coming in and not have any more riots. There were a lot of venal, corrupt, rotten reasons for them to fold, but they did fold. They folded in every possible way you can imagine. And now it's a joke to say there's a white establishment anymore the whole establishment is anti-white. Yes, there are white people in it, but if they don't toe the line, if they don't say, "Oh yes, I hate white people too. Oh yes, we're pretty darn evil. Oh yes, let's yeah. reduce our power. Let's take our let's take our uh, heritage and give it to others." If they don't do that, they can't be in those positions of power. So, did I think that was going to happen? Um I would say in the 80s, I learned a lot from a man named Dr. William Pierce, who was the founder of the National Alliance, and he was warning people way back, even before then, about where this was going, and he said, he predicted that it was going to go this way if people didn't do something. Well, unfortunately, not enough people did something, and now we have it, and it's going to be uh, pretty apocalyptic. I think we're just one-tenth of the way to where we're going with this anti-whiteism
1: yeah I unfortunately I would I'd have to agree with you and concur completely um, it's a it's a dire situation I don't know well you know like I like I say on, on this show all the time Kevin I think America is toast I think it's a it's a dead corpse of a nation uh we have uh the, you know parallel universes throughout the country we've got uh, you know it's uh, almost uh, a situation in which uh, america is whatever you want it to be on um, whatever day you decide to want it to be that you know and so um it's almost like a balkanized state in a lot of ways and uh but what, what what have you been feeling mainly over the last, let's say, several weeks about all of this in terms of what the future portends, perhaps?
0: Well, I don't try to focus too much on the news cycle. I try to look at longer term trends, and uh, the longer term trend is what we just discussed. And I I that's why I'm working with the National Alliance. Uh, we've you know we're still kind of small. We only have hundreds of members, but let me tell you this because I know we don't have a lot of time. Uh, We have our own church. The leader of the alliance is also the leader of the church. He has solemnized marriages by racially conscious white people. And so far in just the last two years, eight children have been born into our new community. So, you know, that sounds small, but that's real community. And that's what we're trying to build. We're building a library and a research center down in Tennessee. We're publishing books. Uh, we're trying to be a, both a media empire and an intentional community, and hopefully, you know, if we succeed, uh, we're going to be around uh, even as the rest of the House of Cards balkanizes, falls apart, gets taken over by foreigners, or whatever happens. It's clearly untenable, though. Yeah, you, America as I knew it in my youth is not going to survive if it's defended by transsexual, uh, pink-wearing military guys. Or Are they guys? Yeah. I don't even know if they're guys. Whatever they are, that's not going to work. And uh, we're, we're going down, and uh, I want my children to survive. So we're building a lifeboat.
1: Amen. Uh, before I let you go, can you tell the folks a little bit about your website, nationalvanguard.org, and, and what they'll find there?
0: Sure, uh it's a it's a website with opinion pieces, uh news analysis. Uh we reprint some articles from other sources, but most of our writers are our own. It's nationalvanguard.org. We also have an organizational website for people who want to check out our community and that's uh natall.com, that's short for National Alliance. N A T A L
1: L.com.
0: Please come check us out and let us know what you think.
1: Kevin, I, I can't appreciate, especially on short notice, you coming on the show here tonight. You, you heard me say I've, I've, I've been wanting to get you on. I hope we can schedule you again uh, uh, and, and maybe get you on semi-regularly, maybe once a month or something like that, because what you have to say and, and the things that you write and your, view, your viewpoints are very, very important, especially in a time like this where we're, we're, we're playing defense seemingly every, uh, every single second of every day. So I can't thank you enough.
0: Well, Patrick, I like that, and uh, let's do it. And uh, thank you very much for being willing to tell the truth. That's a rare quality in this world today, let me tell you.
1: Same right back to you, Kevin. Thank you so much. Okay,
0: bye for now. Bye-bye.